0: I believe we skipped over this. What was uh what was our guesses for um the Jennifer Lopez uh second act film? No, Nick we did not, not skip it.
1: over that. I said our
2: guesses. Yeah, he snuck he snuck it in there. I snuck
1: it in there. You snuck in what? The old white sneaky, sneaky between the cheeky. The what? is the season, not not quite a white Christmas season, but the better than a white Christmas, the frost Christmas. When you walk outside and everything is just just a little bit, uh, the, all, all the dew has crystallized, and you you look out onto the horizon of the Oakland area and you say, "Fucking Jack Frost just came through here." At least that's what I would say. What do you what do you usually say, Stephen?
0: I usually uh say the same thing, but um I also followed up with we better call SVU here um because there's a whole bunch of Jack Frost DNA to collect all over this place. That is the natural follow-up, and this is Real Rotten the Podcast, where
1: we watch movies underneath twenty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh we're here for the second episode of the Christmas extravaganza. Of twenty eighteen. 2018. Of 2018. This is uh this is the live second recording from the Fred Quarters. Where, uh, where we gather around, uh, around the kitchen counter and we all decide, let's talk about some movies under 25%. And this movie is no different than the rest of them.
0: Absolutely, 100%. Couldn't have said it better myself. That's Nick Lyons. I'm Steven Ramirez. This is Real Rotten. We rate the best movies, and, the, and in this point in time, the best holiday movies. Yes. Under 25%. The Christmas spirit flows through our veins, like the Jack Frost you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. I think you were talking about him. Oh, just, I was just giving the supplementary, uh, 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 second. Take no, on I thought that. we
1: were saying that cum flows through our veins. It was kind of the joke.
0: Oh, oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, I'm too busy, too busy riding high on the Christmas spirit. To, well, speaking to of get Jack Frost, dirty jokes, you heathen.
1: That's the name of the movie we're doing: Michael Keaton's Jack Frost from 1998, not 1997. He's definitely not nipping at your nose at this at this movie. No, he's nipping at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Because this is Jack Frost.
3: Warner Brothers is proud to present Michael Keaton. I'm a frozen freak of nature. And Kelly Preston. Freeze, Mister. He's obviously not talking to me. In the story of a man who got a second chance to be the world's coolest dad. As long as you hold someone in your heart, you can never lose them. Jack Frost. And if that
1: doesn't make you uh wanna immediately cry tears of that turned into icicles, then I don't know what will. Man. Jack Frost, Michael Keaton. There's a lot more to talk about in this movie. But before we do that, uh we have a new segment that we are introducing on the podcast. Steven, take it away.
0: Yeah, you might hear that crinkling and crackling in the background and some and some moderate giggling. Uh what that is is our uh infamous uh, uh unsound guy, uh Alex Kalajakis. Uh a uh, former owner of the Kjax Fact Check, brought yes, to you by Fact yes. Check, Check. Uh, but it was recently repossessed this holiday season. So, uh, Alex uh, Calit Jack is uh, has been re- reduced. Sorry, has been reduced uh, to uh, a new role, and it is which is
1: uh, you know some ways say it's the most important role in a podcast, the sound guy. But you know that's if you care about quality.
0: Hey, that's semantics to KJacks over there. Yeah, yeah um so the new so we uh presented a new holiday challenge um if you would it'll probably carry over into a oh, everyday oh, holiday oh, challenge. Oh, oh, holiday challenge oh that was brilliant we're gonna have to We're gonna have to put that on the on the good old soundboard there kyle um so the challenge kyle's oh, yeah, Cal, here too hey there oh hey kyle all oh, right hey, didn't see you there how's it yeah. going yeah never see you there yeah whatever yeah sure um so, the new challenge, uh, we might as well make it thematic because this is a uh, a snowman movie uh, known as Jack Frost. And um, the challenge and gauntlet has been thrown to uh, Mr. Kjax. The challenge is he must eat uh, the delicious, delectable, neon pink host of snowballs.
1: Oh, host of snowball with no W, by
0: the way. No W.
1: You know, a lot of people consider snowballs to be the best movie theater candy.
0: Oh, I think I know what you're talking about, right? The little chocolate candies yeah, with yeah. the white oh, those powder. No caps. No snow snow caps. caps. No snow oh, caps.
1: Yeah. So these are the ones that nobody likes.
0: Yeah, because they're way too noisy
4: to oh, yeah. eat in any movie And TV. they're
1: and they're quite um fluffy. Uh just just so you have a sense of what it looks like, it looks like a a, a snowball that has been made pink. I'm sure there's something inside of it. Uh only one person's going to know and that is going
0: to be Alex once he starts eating them. Yeah, and so the challenge uh, here, folks, is he has to eat all three of these snowballs here before the end of the podcast. If he does not uh, complete this task before the end of the recording, then we will likely get in more fights for the rest of time. Hey, you know that's what are friends for. Yeah, and if he yeah he's supposed to eat three, and he says he's going to eat two, so he's in for a fun time next next episode. I'll provide uh, updates throughout the podcast
2: of how far he's gotten.
0: I would like, yeah, I would like that, and I would also like to see if uh, Alex would like to give his own uh, his own two cents on the matter uh, during during his task. But I feel like he he should be busy eating because this isn't going to be a long podcast.
1: Alex, could we get one bite uh, one bite on mic just so just so the the audience can really get a sense of what of what this is like. Uh, i will I will announce it he's standing up the he
0: is heading towards
1: the mic he's very he,
0: reluctant because uh okay here it is he's imp-
1: oh I could hear it i c- i could i could hear the the coconut flakes crinkling in his mouth along with the uh the chocolate hostess pieces all sliding <laughs> down his gullet and uh he loves it no. he, he's making the face that he loves it he's smiling so uh Kyle will give updates as we go along and yep. uh after that, it's time for the tomato meter. Ooh. The tomato meter. Last week we did second act featuring J-Lo.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: Upcoming holiday film of 2018. I believe it's the last holiday film of 2018. Very excited for this film. Um, we made our guesses. Uh, Kyle, why don't you fill us in on uh, on who's the exact winner here? Yeah, so uh,
2: second act currently sitting at a 57%. Ooh.
0: Okay.
4: Okay. Uh, Comes out
0: this Friday, correct? Comes out, what, the yes. 14th or whatever? Yes. Excellent.
1: But I would like to make a motion. And now I would like to say.
4: <laughs> well, I'd like to the, know. There's if... only
1: seven. There's only seven reviews so far. Oh, yeah. So this is plenty of room to drop, everybody. The, the, I, the I, debate really, is still I really out. think. Yeah, the That's why I said currently. Yes, currently. Uh, so my guess was 40. Stevens was 44. So uh, I still think I got a to chance. To
2: be determined, I would say. Let's explain.
1: Let's What's the next movie we're going to do,
2: Kyle? Uh, We're going to do the new Disney film, Mary Poppins Returns. You're a wizard, Mary. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Mary, why did you put
3: your name
1: into the goblet of the (laughs) fire? Oh, Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. How is Harry Poppins not a thing yet?
0: J.K. Rowling
1: could definitely write Harry Poppins. She probably
0: probably ghostwrote the the Mary Poppins sequel.
1: I could see it. I, I am looking forward to Mary Poppins Returns. Emily Blunt is just a charming, charming lady, and I w- would follow her into the depths of hell. As long as Manuel Lin Miranda, Lin Manuel Miranda, is there to accompany me with uh, tunes.
0: Why do you think Emily Blunt's going to hell?
1: No, I'm just saying I'd follow her anywhere, hell included.
0: Why do you ever think that it's possible for her to go to hell? I
1: think that she could be conniving. She's you know, she could play an a angel. conniving person. She's an angel. Have you seen her in The Quiet Place? She's capable of some things. Capable of killing demons. Yeah, what's your guess? Oh, I'll go first, Stephen. And my guess is eighty-five.
0: For Mary Poppins Returns.
1: Mary Poppins Returns.
0: Yeah, um, Mary Poppins Returns. I'll have to say, um, yeah, eighty-five, solid. i uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to go higher. Uh, I'm gonna overcut you and and give it an eighty-nine percent.
1: Oh, the old overcut, just like yeah. in Creed. You yeah. know the old the old overcut punch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in movie news. The Golden Globe nominations came out. Oh, joy. Uh, there there are some things we, we should talk about at some point in our lives. Uh, maybe we'll do a Golden Globes episode uh, when when that happens. Yeah, because you know the Hollywood Foreign Press, they're very objective. Yeah, they're fantastic. There is so much category fraud that it, it is actually exciting. It's uh, something that I, I look forward to every year is to see what is a comedy. It turns out that uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Stars Born are not musicals. So that's good news. That's they're, unfortunate. They're dramas. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Vice, Vice, comedy. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna be funny. It'll how, be of how our, our entire country was uh, ruined.
0: So would it have as much comedy as uh, the Big Short, or do you do you feel like it's gonna be way more comedic? Uh, I think it's gonna be com- early Adam McKay. I
1: think it's gonna be comedic in the sense that it'll be it's like how things are comedic now.
0: Or it'll be—it's like
1: dark comedy, but it's not trying to be dark comedy. It's just the way it was, but now it's funny looking back.
0: Yeah, it's more along those lines. I'll agree with that, but I, I just can't consider The Big Short a comedy. Yes, it has comedic moments, but it's—I don't
1: know—I don't think it's a comedic. moment. I, I would throw it more towards comedy than
0: than anything else than a, than a drama or a, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough call. It's a tough call. Yeah.
1: Anyway, uh, Hollywood Foreign Press turns out there's only 88 of them, and they decide all of these awards. What the fuck? That's why uh, it's
0: the most important awards, right? I mean, it
1: is my favorite to watch because they are allowed to drink and things like that. Yeah, they get hammered so at
0: those shows. We don't want another Bradley Cooper though, a la Star is Born.
1: This right? is true. This is right? true. Right. And uh, but we're here to discuss Jack Frost. But first, Kyle, do you have
2: an update on the snowball situation? Yeah, what's the update? So he's he's kind of eaten a whole one. Kind he's of. Decided. Does that
0: mean he ate a whole one or no?
2: Uh, no, because he he peeled off the, the coconut skin and is just eating the inside of it. Oh, see, that's unfortunate because oh, he's like... not
0: actually eating the whole thing. So he's got to eat the whole thing or else the challenge well, no, is not no. It, avoided. It's, it's, it's
1: called divide and conquer. Okay. Oh, so,
0: that's right. So he's going to finish it at the end. Yeah. yeah? So is it's gonna it's happen? like
1: it's like when you have a crab, right? And you open the crab and you take
2: all the guts out and then you eat the shell later on mm. when it's like nice and toasty. Okay. I'm going to have to go against the strategy because if he doesn't like coconut, he's going to have that sitting in his mouth. Well, no, mouth the, seek, the this yeah, well
1: we'll see. There's there's got to be a strategy involved. This is Alex we're talking about. <laughs> okay? Somebody who thinks things through. Okay? So oh, I totally. I believe in you. I believe in you, bud. Okay. Kyle, what is the rating of Jack Frost? On Rotten Tomatoes. 20%. 20%. A D. <laughs>
2: Way below a D. Wow.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, D for definitely bad. Yeah. Definitely bad. What did, the, what did the critics have to say about this? Steven, did you have a favorite blurb about, uh, about Jack Frost from
0: 1998?
1: Oh, did I? Um, w- and, and we got to be specific about 1998 because 1997 featured another movie called Jack Frost, and it was about a snowman as well. Yeah. Except way more horrifying.
0: Except, yeah, he killed people. Yeah, so he, he, killed, a, he killed a lot of people. Serial murder, CGI, murdering snowman. My only that's thing
1: weird. is why, why are they naming these movies Jack Frost when they're featuring snowman? Wouldn't they name them
0: Frosty? Uh, no, Jack Frost was the name of the serial killer in that, in that horror film. And this is the name of the guy who's the musician in this yeah, film.
1: But why aren't their names just like, their fir- is their first name Frosty too stupid when their real name is Jack Frost? I think that's just as stupid.
0: Yeah, but Frosty's more like. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 you're putting a compelling argument, and I really can't defend it. So yeah, you're right. It's all stupid.
1: Yeah. Anyway, what did Rotten Tomatoes have to say about this movie, Kyle?
2: All right. We have an update. He's opening the third bag. Yep. But the skin is still. <laughs> yeah, he's all not going to do it. and and we're not going to do this ever again. Anything so, is possible. Anything is possible. Uh, great. Okay. Great. So that Alex ruined this podcast. It's great. <laughs> You're a fucking four year old, by the way. Critical consensus of Jack Frost: sentimental schmaltz and uninspired storytelling. Sink this film. Oh, schmaltz! I missed that. Why didn't they? Why did they say sink this film? Why not melt this film? Oh yeah, missed opportunity.
1: Yeah, sun, sun this film into the into the water.
0: They had enough terrible puns from uh from the film itself, so they felt it would have been over over chill. That's true, and a
1: lot of the uh, a lot of the critics used funds in their reviews anyway yeah absolutely. like like mine who peter Burnett, he said let it melt oh got him yep three words and he uh he really burned that snowman it's you know what it I mean? funny
0: because because it's let it melt like the song let it snow but it's not snowing <laughs> it's melting
1: let it melt let it melt oh the weather outside is weather steven did you have a favorite player did i ever
0: philip winch from the dallas morning news uh one word sorry i, 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 I did you better
1: i love that he's from the dallas morning news yeah and his name's philip wunsch this is it, I overall, ruined my lunch. Reading Philip Wunsch. That's why he's a top critic,
0: or probably, or why he should be a top critic. Yeah, yeah. Philip Wunsch writes predictable. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's all I need to know about you know, this.
1: Philip, I think he's wrong because who could have seen a, a snowboarding scene with with a snowman? Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming.
0: And it's not even snow. It's not even a snowboard. It's it's more of a yeah, toboggan. It was
1: a it was a toboggan split in two. A a a, a toboggan. Yes, like a half penny, like the song. Give me a half penny. Kyle, how's it go? One and a two and a one and a three. <laughs>
0: and now it's time for the game. Frosty the snowman. This isn't that normal tale. This is a story of a deadbeat dad who wound up going to hell. He went down to do a gig, and then he came back and gashed his car.
1: And then he died and we all cried, but he came back as a snowman.
0: I don't know the rest of the song, but I know what to say. I'm singing the Rudolph beat tonight, but I know this is Jack Frost, the song.
1: And then he made love to his kid, and by made love, I think he just made sure that he felt love. And they <laughs> lived Happily ever after until he disappeared back in. Look at Jack Frost go.
0: Pumpity. (laughs) Okay. So bad. It was just so, so, so bad. Dun, dun. Jack Frost, (laughs) the snowman. He's a deadbeat dad all day. But he drove home late one Christmas night, crashed his car, and didn't turn him gay. Boom. And now it's time for a game called
1: Aw G-Bert with Ebert. Hey, that's my favorite segment. Yeah, it's one of our favorites. Uh, Ebert had a lot to say about this, this, this feature film. Um,
0: Steven, you give us the blurb, and then I'll give you some context around the blurb. Now we have proof. It's possible for the Jim Henson folks and Industrial Light and Magic to put their heads together and come up with the most repulsive single creature in the history of special effects. I tend to disagree. I believe that's Alex Kalajakis, but that's just my opinion. He also said, Jack Ross is the kind of
1: movie that makes you want to take the temperature, if not feel for the pulse of the filmmakers. What possessed anyone to think this was a plausible idea for a movie? It's a bad film, yes, but that's not the problem. It's still unwatchable because of that damn snowman. He just really, really hated the snowman. I don't get it. The snowman was endearing to me, but we'll get into that right after this commercial break. This episode has been brought to you by Snowballs. It's the favorite candy of everybody out in the world, and if it's not, then it means you're dead inside because snowballs have everything you can need. It has fun color on the outside. It's got cold frosting on the inside and chocolate all around the rest of it. And what could get you going more than snowballs in a snow day in a snow town in a snow country and that's us this is snow country for old men and our favorite our favorite guest is here to talk about how much he ate snowballs when he was a kid and how it shaped his life today
0: steven hey everybody it's not 1986 nuclear winter has not vastly approached us so you may have wondered hey what happened to that there hostess company they went into the dark for a while i believe they went belly up numerous times but no, they're back and they're better than ever. With a delicious childhood treat known as Snowballs.
1: And that was Stephen Ramshackles, the owner of Snowball Company. And this has been a commercial brought to you by Snowballs. If it's not Snowballs, it's your balls. And we're back. This is the understatement of the century. And now it's time for the two-minute recap. Hey, it's the two-minute Recap, And And uh, we're going to do it in the form of a song
0: No, we're not <laughs> Come on <laughs> The last time we did a song, it didn't work out that well
1: <laughs> I think it could actually work Okay, uh, I will go second Steven, you will start Oh, um, no Kyle Yes Get your timer ready Timer
2: or... is not ready Alex Kyle's timer,
1: Alex is how, timer. how quickly timer. he can finish
2: that wine bottle <laughs> Yeah
1: It takes me about two minutes to drink a
3: full bottle of wine.
0: An exciting musical sequence uh, encapsulates the beginning of this film. That's right. It's uh, Jack Frost and the Jack Frost Band, performing the classic Frost of the Snowman, but in a classic blues form, if you would. That's right. Jack Frost is a legendary musician unknown to anyone. Um, Has a wife and kids. uh, Wants to be famous. Finally gets the opportunity to do so. Oh no, it's during Christmas, but what about his family? He decides that family is more important than music for that one night. But, Blizzard happens, he dies. One year later, he returns, though, in the form of... A snowman. And that snowman
1: came to life because of a magic harmonica, as all snowmen do. And uh, this is his chance to be a cool dad again. And so he hangs out with his kid, and uh, they do a bunch of shenanigans stuff like throw snowballs at the bullies, and then ride ride around on snow carts. And by carts, I mean toboggans. And uh, and then there's lots of inappropriate words said. He uh, he gets to teach his kid the slap shot that he never taught him before, and he does that, and then he sees him score a goal, because he didn't have the uh, the added pressure of you know a job and a and a wage to make for his family. So. Eventually, his son loves him again, and then they take him to the mountains so that he never melts, where he actually sees his wife again, and then they all say goodbye in what's a very emotional scene, aside from the fact that they're talking to a CGI-slash-puppet snowman, and uh, it's very emotional, and uh, that's pretty much the end of the movie.
0: Don't forget Henry Rollins as a star uh, uh, coach of the hockey team, and Mark Addy, also known as Robert Baratheon, as uh, the keyboardist to the Jack Frost Band. True, true, true. And I, I wanted to say that we were we were short on finishing that. We were under two minutes on that whole story, which is great, um, but I wanted to highlight that I feel like you left things out, but thinking back on it, you don't leave a single goddamn thing out. No, that out. was
1: literally everything everything that
0: happened like what the hell what kind of plot is that there's no conflict there's no nothing the only conflict is he dies but the conflict resolves when he comes back
1: yeah first of all he wasn't that bad of a dad not really like he was a really loving dad when he was around i mean he just had to go play gigs every now and then but but if you're a musician doesn't mean you're around during the day shouldn't you like be hanging out with the kid during the day he
0: was in the studio he's trying to cut that tape to send out to uh what's your schmollett's
1: yeah, he missed one hockey game. To he's Asylum got, Entertainment. He, he's going to see another hockey And he was even up front with him being like, I might miss your hockey game. And he's like, you know what? I'll be there. That was like a half-hearted promise. You should have known that wasn't a promise from the beginning.
4: Yeah,
0: that's a dad promise. That's not a half-hearted promise. It's just a dad promise. It's like, all right, I'll, I'll, gi- I'll give you 50-50 on that one, Pops.
1: Kyle, what are some of the facts about this movie? Because it's time for The Facts with Kyle.
0: Hey, hey what do you know?
2: <laughs> Sponsored by hey Ground Beef. Why ground beef? Uh, why not ground beef? Because it's what's for dinner. Because, oh, okay. Yeah, and Batman's favorite food is ground beef. No, I don't think so. Uh, uh, okay. So, uh, Jack Frost released December 11th, 1998. <laughs> December 11th. Wow,
1: good year, good year.
2: Yeah, good year, not Christmas. Uh, rated PG, 101 minutes.
1: Okay, that's a good runtime. I like that. That was my favorite part about the movie. We
0: got. I don't know if I
2: like that.
1: You you wanted it longer?
0: No, I wanted it a lot shorter. I wanted a ninety or under.
1: Ten minutes could have been cut out of this movie, but then you yeah. wouldn't have got to see all the uh, you know
0: the sled scene bonding, <laughs> <laughs> all the bonding exactly.
2: Uh, a couple of keywords: snowman, car accident, promise, singer, and mountain. Wow.
1: Yeah, those make sense. I guess
0: those are those are the five keywords probably pitched, and that's all. And that's all they said. Okay, here's eighty five million dollars. He's do a singer
1: I mean. that promises to not be a snowman. Gets in a car accident on a mountain. There you go. I just hey. pitched the movie, and then they're like,
2: "Take all my money." Yep. <laughs> uh, tagline for the movie: Jack Frost is getting a second chance to be the world's coolest dad if he doesn't melt first. Just, yeah. just bad. That was just n- not good. No, no. Which
1: no, is no. why we came up with new ones. Time for tag your it. Right. Steven, what's your tagline? This Christmas, prepared to no Jack. I get it because uh, you don't know Jack. I
0: know because I like
1: it. No, I I, I, it's I good. tried
0: to do Jack Frost pun, but it just it just wasn't gonna work out.
1: Uh, yeah, mine was uh, there ain't snowman like your dad. Great, great stuff. Go. <laughs> Can you explain that to the audience that doesn't get it? Uh, never mind. No, it's a, I, it's a
0: mind. pun. You can't even <laughs> explain it. So there you go. <laughs> well,
2: fine. fine. Whatever. That uh, movie budget: eighty-five million dollar movie. Eighty-five million dollars. Okay.
1: Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> yeah.
2: Only made thirty-four in the U.S. and sixty-eight worldwide. So bombed.
0: How how much millions? That's a bad. Uh, that's a bad bomb. How many millions went into the creation of the puppet? All of it. No, oh, so we already right. know
1: what took up the two most expensive things were the creation of the puppet and then the, the rights to every song that they used in the movie. Just really? those two. And then uh, Michael Keaton was probably another, yeah, that's a cool another, 20. another hefty part.
0: Yeah, that's a cool $20 million. He's like, for I'll, uh, I'll do it again if... Uh... <laughs> he
1: talks like that, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's no man. I know what it's no man is. It's like my Beetlejuice kind of uh, I do not know know Michael Keaton was part (laughs) Mongolian Speaking of Mongolian This movie took place In the Mongolian Alps (laughs) of Colorado (laughs) Actually it did not Uh, We'll get to that later Uh, But first First Nikki and Stevie are going to save this movie some money There's probably a lot of money to be saved Uh, I'm sure their ideas are going to be Terrible But you know they might work Whatever here
4: they are. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you again to our, to our star segment. The holidays are in full swing here over here in the yo, in Triple Hoboken. Yo, yay. Oh hey, Ni- oh, hey, Nicky! What are you doing over there?
1: Oh, I'm just uh, playing in the snow, making uh, snow ma- angels, and then uh, sending those angels to heaven.
4: You know what I mean? I don't think that's snow. I think, that, I think there's just ice on the roads, and then they poured a bunch of rock salt. So you, you oh, that's s- why. Okay, I wonder if I was sick from eating all those snowflakes, huh? Yeah, you probably you, your, your kidneys are shutting down. You probably need to go see a doctor. Oh, it's okay.
1: I'll be fine. I ate, I ate six pieces of bacon once in, uh, in one sitting. You know?
4: I, uh, are you saying you? Lots of salt and the sodium, you know. Oh, that's a that's a salt. That's a salt. Yeah, Hoboken. <laughs> so, uh, so you how you gonna how you gonna save this movie, the legendary Jack Frost, some monies? Oh, you just uh, you see, they had to pay all this money for the for the for the big old
1: snowman, you know, the the puppet that they made. They, why not just use an actual snowman? Snow is snow is free. It just falls from the sky. You don't even have to pay for it. You just make a bunch of those snowmen. You roll it around everywhere. You put a little mouth on it. You make a bunch of different mouths. All the mouths say all the things that they could say. And, uh, yeah, bada bing, bada boom. Snowman on yeah. you save, save yourself at probably $97 million.
4: And you probably pay a bunch of the neighborhood kids around here like Mrs. Ophelia's, Mrs. Uh, oh, Mrs. Yeah, Giuseppe's. Yeah. You oh, know. Have you
1: seen little Tommy? Little Tommy makes a gigantic snowman. Big, <laughs> bigger than me, even.
4: That's Not bigger 46 than you, no. children already with those two women alone. They give a lot of birth. Uh, and, they'll, and they'll build your snowmans for you. Well, my idea is what you got to do is just hire an actor, and you get one snowman. You get one snowman only, and the whole time, and he just stands by the snowman, and that's all he needs to do is say his lines, move oh. the sticks around, move the little eyebrows made out of pine needles around. That's all you need to do. You don't need no puppets. You don't need no caputas. That's all I got. Back oh, to, yeah,
1: bang it to you
4: guys. Back to you guys. Enjoy your holidays. You know, only eight major milkings left till Christmas. And that was uh, Nicky and Stevie, save your movies some monies.
3: And we're back!
1: Let's get trivial. It's time for uh, all of our favorite trivias of the, of the, uh, the segment. Uh, I'll go first. Mine is George Clooney was the original <laughs> original person uh, that was supposed to be inside of the snowman suit. And then uh, he got the job in Batman and Robin. Oh, so he left, and then they're like, well, let's bring in the other Batman, and uh, they brought in Michael <laughs> Keaton, and uh, the people at Jim Henson's workshop were just like, oh, oh. <laughs> they're like, well, we already, we already kind of made this snowman act like George Clooney. That's what it says. In the, it's, it says they made his facial features to be like George Clooney. And
0: act like George Clooney would act. I don't think they have the technology in the 90s to do <laughs> yeah, that. What? I think they're just lying to themselves. What does that even mean? It's called they didn't want to spend another $26 million to make another puppet. And they're like, well, this is what we got. To do. That's what that, we blame it on the puppet. That's what you do. This is a terrible movie. You blame it on the puppet.
1: I can't tell if I'm like impressed by the puppet or um, I just don't know what happened to it because... Sometimes it felt like it was CGI'd, and mm-hmm. sometimes it felt like it was real, and then sometimes it felt like it was like a Muppet. I, I just didn't know what it really was the whole time. And yeah. I, I can't tell if that's them being good, that I can't tell what it is, or if that's them being terrible and that they did all three of those things in one.
0: I think it's more good than bad, uh, the fact that you can't tell which is, being, which is being CGI at the moment compared to which is was it CGI. So there was CGI. There was CGI involved, there very random. very little bit, very little of it. The snowboarding part. Snowboarding scene, <laughs> uh, a lot of the head movements, uh, because you know, that big big ass puppet can't move around that well. Yeah, anytime he'd have to move like far quick yeah. <laughs> CGI
2: scene.
1: Would you rather be dressed up and green screened or would you rather be stuck or, or would you rather be stuck in the Iron Man costume that uh, Robert Downey Jr. has to be stuck in sometimes, or in a snowman costume?
0: Oh wow, that's interesting. Michael
1: Keaton wasn't in that costume,
0: was he? Well, no, but Michael Keaton was in one of the hardest costumes uh, ever yeah, put Batman. on an actor the the Batman, the original Batman, where his neck did not move. <laughs> so like, when he yeah. had to move, he had to so shuffle. He was, so and he it's like he two was, or three inches of pure rubber too. So, so he was, was just trained. So he was
1: trained to yeah. be the snowman. He was the perfect guy for yeah. the job.
0: That's why they went with Batman. That's why they people. emailed him
1: <laughs> right away, and they're like,
0: "Oh, George Clooney dropped out. Whatever you did in Batman, we need, we need some, we it's, it's going to work even better because you're going to have no arm." As the snowman, because the puppet r- puppet masters are going to move. Yeah, one arms. of the takes, he accidentally said Batman. Yeah, i Batman.
1: Kyle, what was your? Uh, <laughs> yeah, what was your fact, Kyle?
2: Uh, Alec Baldwin could have been <laughs> Jack Frost. <laughs> so it was just, I was just thought that was a fun fact that he actually was considered for the role.
1: Yeah, we'll get to all the uh, all the considered ends. I think uh, I think what killed that is Alec Baldwin can't play the harmonica. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, he. That's it, what killed his role. His lips are too. His lips are too big and full of uh, gusto.
2: I
3: don't play the goddamn harmonica. <laughs> yeah. Levin, kind of a creepy.
2: Lemon. come play this harmonica. A for creepy uh, Jack Frost, or I guess Frosty Stone kind of he voice. Be more, Charlie, it's he, me. Where's your mother? <laughs> yeah, he'd be more murdery, I think. <laughs> yeah. He, towards the other. <laughs> he Jack would Frost. kill
0: Henry
1: Rollins, probably. <laughs> yeah. In the Steven, did you have a favorite trivial?
0: I did. There was something interesting about this film. Uh, for all of its uh, misfires and there's a lot of them folks. The set design was incredible apparently. Apparently it's uh it's it's taught in film school on uh how to do proper set design when transitioning from outdoor shots to indoor. It's a full replication of their uh master sequences uh that were filmed and shot in Tahoe Donner area. Believe it or not, so trucky area. Um,
1: oh yeah, yeah, we know that area well. Oh uh, yeah, some people do. I uh I grew up in a truck. Oh, yeah. Is that why is that where your nickname's Diesel? Yep. And that's why I, my first pair of shoes was uh,
0: rubber soles that I just made out of old tires. Old tires, yeah, tire soles. You're very Brazilian for yes. that. Anyways, um, <laughs> where I was. Um, so the original setting and and master shots were filmed in and around the Tahoe Donner Truckee area. Um, the rest of the shots for the entire uh, film were shot indoors in Hollywood backlots or the famous Spruce Goose Dome in Orange County. Was so the the outside the house scenes were shot in a dome, most
1: of them yes. Besides the establishing shots, so they shot an establishing shot outside the house, and then they made this the then whole they house completely again. Completely
0: redid all of them <laughs> inside a giant
1: dome. God, yeah. if I the if if I worked in Hollywood, I would just be like, well, I need money for this dumb idea, and then they'd be like, here you go. And but but, but now that I live up here, I say, hey, I need money, and then everybody just ignores me and kicks me down into the gutter. Yep. But that's enough about me. How about you, Kyle? I'm just kidding. Okay, who wrote and directed this movie, Kyle?
2: Uh, for director, we had Troy Miller. Oh, Troy Miller. He doesn't really have a too much background in, I guess, directing feature films. This is true. He does have a lot of TV producing.
0: A lot of TV producing, a lot of TV directing. Uh, was pretty much the main director of Mr. Show. Um, worked a lot uh, with alt comics uh, all throughout his career. Uh, majority director and producer of the Viva La Bam series, Flight of the Concord hey. series, um, both of which were good shows. Viva La Bam, I was
1: just talking about this the other day. It was a it was a uh, a show that had its moment, and it was in the
2: right moment, and it was a it was a good show. Definitely, definitely in the wheelhouse of the early two thousands. Writers: uh, Mark Steven Johnson, Steve Bloom, John Roberts, and Jeff Cicero. Jeff Cesario. Cesario, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. Cicero.
1: <laughs> Cicero. Oh, Jeff Cicero, yes. He also wrote it.
0: Um, Any highlights for you, Nick? John Roberts wrote Lion King? Yeah, John Roberts, the main writer of the Lion King in Monsters, Inc., believe it or not. so the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he made his killing very early. Yeah, that's why he killed Mufasa, and he killed Jack Frost. He wow. just decides to kill everybody. He's a murderer. Yep, he's just a murderer and fool. I do have a highlight from uh, Jeff Cesario. Apparently, he's uh, he works a lot in uh, script completions, uh, but he's most famous for, for. And this is directly from his own website. Numerous punch ups. So if a script needs some funny joke, like the rompest jokes throughout Jack Frost. Oh my God! You need to contact Jeff Cesario.
1: Uh, my guess is that John Roberts wrote the beginning. Steve Bloom, uh, who James and the Giant Peach, he probably wrote, wrote the parts about the snowman because he's used to working with animals. And Mark Stephen Johnson, who wrote Daredevil and Ghost Rider, ha- brought all the magic in. And then uh, and then Jeff Cesario punched it up. And that's how we got this script. <laughs> it's a terrible script. That was the oral history of how
0: Jack Frost was written. You know a great movie's always... Written best when there's four people. Mark Stephen Johnson probably wrote all like the the he wrote the, the story. Fun,
2: yeah, the the sledding scene that was probably definitely Mark Stephen. Johnson. Yeah, anybody He's with three names: Daredevil, Ghost Rider.
0: So so, Kyle, who's our
2: cinematographer? Laszlo Kovacs. And this is important because he did Easy Rider and Ghostbusters. How the hell did he wind up on this movie?
0: He's taking a paycheck from the
2: studio. He didn't I mean, do that. D- he didn't do the puppet nor the uh, CGI. So
1: yeah. So if, yeah. That. So. Think of it as Michael Keaton in that role the whole time, and that's a really well-shot
2: movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, stellar cinematography, do you agree? I mean, it's not. good this It's not noticeable. Yeah, Nothing
1: not stood like, out to me. The, yeah, only, the so only, it's not good. My two favorite cinematography moments are the two zoom transitions that they did, which are just incredibly awkward. Oh, it's so awesome. One into the glasses and one into, uh, I think it was a some sort of metal piece. Uh, it goes right through them and into the next scene.
0: Would you say that that's your for-real moment or no?
1: Uh, that's 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 in there. It's in there. Yeah, it's, right. it's definitely in a nomination.
2: It's one of them. Uh, right before we get to that, lastly, Kyle, the music. Who did the music. music? We had Trevor Rabin, who has done the works of Armageddon, Deep Blue Sea, Flyboys, The Guardian, and Enemy of the State. I mean, the state a Christmas movie.
0: Was the score really that? Um, no, it no, was. No, it too. was more the soundtrack, like the cinematography, the soundtrack. Yeah, the, the yeah. soundtrack, that yeah, the soundtrack. The show. not the yeah. not the score itself. Yeah, yeah. But first, are you for real? <laughs> We really
1: have to do this. Are you for real? The nominations are the most ridiculous scenes. We have the snow fight, snowball fight, as a Jack Frost as a snowman. Yeah. Uh, which turns into a snowboarding scene and takes about five to six minutes of the movie. It's uh, a
0: long portion of the film.
1: It's probably the most important bonding section of the movie. Uh, it's, where, it's where Charlie realizes that his dad is actually a snowman.
0: Up until the last part of that scene. In the yeah. beginning, he's just like, oh, this snow, snowman freak is just helping me defeat my bullies <laughs> yeah. and enemies.
1: I want to know what his, his thought is. He's just like,
0: well, this snowman's alive. I know that for sure. But I don't believe he's my dad. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, And when does he drop the whole notion of of him potentially murdering him? That's what I really want I don't out. know. If a, if a snowman followed me, I would automatically assume
1: it's 1997 Jack Frost, and I was about to die.
0: No way. I'm assuming the worst. I think it's the horror film Jack Frost, and, and he's, he's a serial killer uh, on for his cold vengeance. Oh, definitely.
1: Oh, cold vengeance, yeah. In, hey. co- in cold blood. In cold blood. Uh, then we had Michael Keaton as a rock and roll guy. That's believable. That's believable? not for real. Not yeah. a for real? No okay. way. Uh, the, the snowman in general. Just, just him as a character.
0: That really is, yeah. Like, what abomination stemmed from someone's mind?
1: And uh, and then that this movie just happened without any, uh, any, any real conflict or anything.
0: There's nothing. There's no conflict from from the the man or the child. So it's he, he dies. He comes back. They hang out. The end.
1: Yeah, that's basically it. It's like they he never really even hated him. No. No resentment, no nothing. I just kind of disliked him that he wasn't around.
0: It would have been it would have been so much more helpful if Michael Keaton like became like a musician again in the middle of the movie and was like, "Oh, that's his that's his shtick now." Is like he can play a mean harmonica. He just so happens to be a snowman, and he abandons uh, Charlie and and uh, his uh, his uh, uh, his hockey. Uh, he should have been much more of, much more of a deadbeat. Yeah. Yeah, he's way too
1: likable. It's Michael yeah. Keaton. It's just miscast. I think Michael Keaton. Yeah, he, it's his fault mostly. Yeah, it's, my, it's Michael Keaton's fault. Uh, I do want to let's talk through. So I think the snowman itself is the most ridiculous part of the movie. Definitely, I'll agree because to that. because you had to cry while looking at a snowman's face, and then it would cut from a like a really sad kid to just a blank snowman face, and then you're just like, "Am I supposed to take this seriously?"
0: A very, a very, uh, a very, um, a wide-faced yes. George Clooney.
1: Yeah. If you do look at the picture, we suggest doing this. Look at George Clooney's face next to the snowman's face, and the resemblance is uncanny. Yeah, super uncanny. Amal almost married the snowman instead. Yeah, that's that's believable. They were in Aspen. You know, she was lonely. But I think the most ridiculous scene, as a total, is is the snowball fight to the snowboarding. Uh, Just want to walk through that for a second. So, so the live snowman comes up behind his kid who is about to be bullied. We'll get to the bully later, but the bully's upset that he can't bully Charlie anymore because his dad died. That's that's a theme. Yep. Uh, so then Michael Keaton, kind of like an elf. I think elf stole this. Uh, he, he starts doing really good at throwing snowballs, and then they have to escape, and they escape on a toboggan, which goes for a little while. All the kids chase them until the toboggan slits, splits into two, and then it turns into two snowboards. With no, no gears or anything. And they're just carving this mountain. And then during this whole time, Michael Keaton's character of Snowman gets boobs. And he takes the boobs off. Everybody laughs in unison. Uh, after fondling him, yeah, by the way. after fondling them, And then they get to the bottom. And then he says, you are my dad. Yeah. That was the whole scene.
0: <laughs> I believe that took you longer to reenact that whole scene <laughs> than it was to tell me the whole plot of the film. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen it, watch it. He's kidding, folks. Do boom. not watch that. It's it's mind-numbing.
1: You're right. It doesn't make context with, in, by itself. You need to watch the entire film. Of course. Highly
0: recommend it. Duh. What are some things we need to talk about in this movie? Um, I mean, we talked about The Snowman itself for so long, but the just the f- pure physics of, of moving that giant puppet slash CGI character around has got to be taxing to the crew and to uh, Michael Keaton himself.
1: Yeah, he can only slide around, right? They can't. He can't take steps. He's shuffling.
0: Yeah, yeah he's just shuffling. Yeah, he's not taking shuffling, steps. Shuffling everywhere. Could you imagine
1: a more frustrating
0: way to walk? And you're, and like, uh, it's not like he's It's not like the bottom's rolling. Or he doesn't even have a a, a, um, a surface that doesn't, you know, get scraped away every time he moves. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he has to walk on snow or else he's just going to keep losing snow until he's like one foot tall. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, that's what you got to consider,
1: and we do have to talk about the music. Uh, this soundtrack was killer. It Pretty was a very good
0: soundtrack. You got some solid couple of tracks in there.
1: Yeah, the emotional scene where uh, Charlie makes the snowman that eventually becomes his dad uh, is done to the to the song "Landslide." Unbelievable! It's probably the probably the first time I ever heard it in a movie. Yeah, which we uh, which we would play, except we don't want to get hit with those lawsuits.
0: Hell yeah! Uh, but I Stevie did like Nixon.
1: that. I did like that. The radio station there Nixon only rock. played classic rock from the '70s and the '90s. <laughs> they were just like, "Yep, the '80s didn't have anything. No to, '80s, no, no Beatles. Yeah. You better get out of here. We're only listening to Wings, brother. <laughs> yeah, that or Blink 182s Two's latest album. <laughs> yeah, dude, Ranch <laughs> already a classic on the radio. Hell yeah. In this in this central Colorado town. But there was a, a couple of Michael Keaton songs, of one of which,
0: a couple of them which he happily uh, yeah, helped he, write. Yeah, he did help write them.
1: Uh, a, fun, a fun play on Frosty.
0: Yeah, Kyle, you got a you got a sample for us there. Kyle, hit
3: it. Okay,
1: I I believe it. I believe Michael Keaton as a, uh, as a rock star. He's got some serious peeps.
0: <laughs>
1: I also see him as a harmonica player. He makes sense as a harmonica player. You
0: know he's one of those guys where he's chilling in his, in his what, like Montana or Wyoming ranch that he accumulated from his uh, multiplicity money just sitting there learning yeah, the that's harmonica. that's where he got all his money from. Exactly. Come on, guys. Um, don't you know his career? Yeah. Um, and and he's 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 like those those celebrities who want to be artists or who want to be like musicians. They want to be uh, avant-garde artists, but the, all they do is sing like '90s blues. They love listening to Elwood Blue Elwood Blues Radio Hour on Sundays.
1: I mean, if you said my obituary and that whole paragraph that you just said was in there, I'd be incredibly proud of myself in my life.
0: That you learned to play harmonica. Yeah, that I learned
1: to play harmonica like, and, bought and did, a ranch did like Montana. old '90s blues. I played a lot of Blues Traveler. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That that's the dream right there.
0: Yeah, you're dead to me.
1: And now it's time for the acting. Who who was actually in this movie? Kyle, we, we touched on Michael Keaton and
2: Mark Addy, uh, but and there's plenty wrong. more to go around. We had uh Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston, Oh, oh blah, the blah, Kelly blah, Preston. Blah, 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 blah.
1: Kelly she she's She's ageless wonder, smoking hot in this movie.
2: Ageless wonder. Uh, another movie she's known for is a previous uh, Real Rotten episode, Battlefield Earth. She's oh, in Battlefield yes, Earth.
1: she was. Uh, she was wordless cave girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have not heard the Battlefield Earth episode, uh, do us do us a favor and watch the movie four times. <laughs> and then, since you won't make it through the first time, uh, you can just listen to the podcast. It's a it's a fine episode.
0: You know, it's unfortunate, yeah, that uh, that we lost her to uh, to David Miscavige. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we shouldn't we shouldn't talk bad about her. At
1: all. We should cut everything talking about Scientology from all the podcasts.
2: Uh,
0: Joseph, Cross. Well, that's all the time we have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Cross. Hey, Joe Cross. Yeah, Joe Cross. See, when I first uh, saw Who's, him. Who is that? <laughs> so, so when I first saw him, I didn't r- fully uh, recognize him. But you, you've you seen him uh, sporadically throughout TV and film. He's most known for um, being the, the movie role of Augustin Burroughs in the adaptation of Running with Scissors. Uh, if anybody has I seen that film at all. Oh, yeah. No? Totally. Oh, yeah, sure. So. Oh, he was also John Hay and Lincoln.
1: Yeah, it was he was John
0: Hay and Lincoln. He was in Milk.
1: No, it was he was the guy Lincoln was on top of the stage and he was like four score and he's like John, hey, hey John, keep it down over there. I'm
2: trying to give the the greatest speech of the century. Great, that's exactly (laughs) how it went. Uh, We had Mark Addy,
1: Mark Addy, Bobby B, Robert Baratheon,
0: and from the hilarious sitcom, um, what is it?
4: God damn it, we talked about
0: last week. Chicago boys. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. No, standing still. That's what it is. Still standing. Still standing. Still standing. But, but... he's also in
1: Love Actually, uh, another holiday movie. Oh, wow. is. Yes, I didn't know that. Yes, he's the manager. The fat
2: manager. Andy Lawrence. Andy uh, Lawrence. Andy I want to talk Lawrence about Andy brothers. Lawrence. What do enough. you need to talk about Andy Lawrence?
0: <laughs> I just
1: want to mention this one little fact that probably changed my life. Andy Lawrence was in that Disney Channel movie where he had the clone. Me and the other me.
0: Mm-mm. Did not watch that. Oh. I knew he was in the show uh, Brotherly I think that, Love.
1: That might have been the first uh first time I learned choreography from a movie. Uh so so do yourself a favor and catch catch up with me on the cool train, okay? There's only room for only room for a few of you. <laughs> and,
0: and you gotta know Andy Lawrence. And you gotta know
1: Andy Lawrence. Uh my preference over the other Lawrence brothers because he was also a voice of wait for it. The voice of You know who I'm talking about. Here's a hint. Uh Simba? No. You're getting closer. TJ Detweiler from Recess. Oh uh,
0: wow, he's yep. the voice of TJ. Yep.
1: Wow. It all makes sense now. We've
4: he come he to also circle. said he also
1: said maybe five lines in this movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's barely in this film.
1: Okay, next up, count
0: Henry Rollins. Hey, oh. Henry. Not the best uh, choice career-wise as a movie actor, <laughs> yeah. but um, Henry but Rollins when is, has he made a lot of good choices, to be honest? He's probably made at least three good, three good <laughs> acting choices in his career. But hey, he's made the money, and uh, he's not known for an actor. He's known to be part of a hardcore punk band that will fight people at, at all times. Only in the 80s, though. He's he become a bit of a Buddhist recently. The Sex Pistols? No, he was a lead singer at Black Flag. <laughs> oh. And Rollins Band. Oh, Black band. Flag, Black Flag. They were the almost Irish band. And Rollins Band.
1: Cute dog? (laughs) dog. No, not
0: cute dog. It's Mr. Chips.
1: Yeah, it was Mr. <laughs> Chips playing the role of Chester.
0: Yes, Mr. Chips, the classic dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's on IMDb. Uh, he has more credits than all of us combined in this room, and uh, we need phenomenal. to put some respect on Mr. Chips's name. Yeah. Mr. Respect Chips' name. dog, sprinkle some respect on that name. Oh, wow. Mr. Chips. Mr. Chips, is that not a top five dog name?
0: It is definitely yeah. a top five dog <laughs> yeah.
1: name. I think Mr. Mr. in front Mr. of any dog name is <laughs> yeah. pretty great. Mr. And you just add a food after. Or some yeah.
0: sort of surname, like Mr., Doctor, uh, yeah. Captain. Or sir, sir yeah, yeah, Captain's pretty good. Sir guy. Waddles, Captain Scruffy—that's the all-time name right there. No, Sir Waddles. <laughs> <laughs> that's only for a corgi. <laughs> Prince Flapperjack. <laughs> uh, Taylor
1: Hanley. Uh, I would get a dog just to name that something like that. Yeah, Taylor Hanley. On. You name uh, a dog Taylor Hanley. Yeah, yeah Taylor Not- Hanley. <laughs> Taylor Hanzy. Oh, do Chesterfield. <laughs> I would say that's what he's called. Kyle back in middle school. Taylor Hansey. Let's not talk about your nickname. <laughs> okay, fine. Nick's nickname uh, was Mister Hash because he always
0: had the stash. No, yeah, I sure. have another name.
1: Nope, nope. Uh, <laughs> Rory, he played the bully. Uh, I thought he was terrible, but we'll get to that. Actually, yeah, yeah, he was terrible. He was. Uh, good. There was a couple of comics that were in this in the in small a lot of bits. random comedians because yeah.
0: of the because of a uh, to- Toby Tory Troy Troy Miller. <laughs> As a Troy Miller, uh, Troy Miller's uh, infamous uh, outing with Mr. Show brought on a lot of UCB alumnus and a lot of alt comedy alumnus like Jay Johnston. Um, uh, who, who else? Wayne Fetterman, there? Wayne and, Fetterman, uh, Mr.
1: Paul F. Tompkins was in it. Mr. One PFT, the only one that I recognized was Paul F. Tompkins.
0: Jay Johnston was the weatherman who was also in the Sarah Silverman project. Um, and Wayne Fetterman is a, is a officer Officer Dave, from, Officer Dave from Community. There you go. Uh, who works and who doesn't work? Who works for me? I'll, I'll, always and forever. Um, place in my heart, Michael Keaton. Mr. Chips. he
1: was not a very good dog actually
0: um no who who definitely worked for me is henry rollins he 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 for some reason makes any bad decision a good decision whether it's a good like
1: over over, like crazy guy yeah
0: plays a crazy plays a great crazy guy who's who's good for comedic effect he can play a serious crazy guy for (laughs) non-comedic effect just a regular good serious serious actor
1: yeah, do you think he was pissed that Keaton got to play the instruments and he, he was just like, you know, I can I can do something over here. And I can like, sing. They're you're like, the oh, yeah, coach. you're the hockey coach. <laughs> you want me to Congrats. sing?
4: You want me to sing and start this march pit?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, who worked for me? I'm going to go with... Um... I like Mark Addy as a best friend. I think that he's uh he's a solid so he didn't have to act at all really. He, he just was had to non-existent. be non existent. Yeah, he just had to be a British guy that fell asleep all the time. Yeah. He's great at that. I thought he did an excellent job of doing that. But wow. I, I thought if somebody
2: needed to fall asleep on that chair, Mark Addy was your guy. Wow. And he and he really nailed it. Is he responsible for Michael Keaton dying though? Letting him drive back by himself? Uh he was and res- helping him. I mean, I but, but had it. Michael gave Keaton. him
0: that shitty car to drive yeah. to, nineteen sixty <laughs> <To the snow.
4: laughs> four Ford
1: Fairlane or whatever the hell it was. Had Michael Keaton made it home, he would have been responsible for reuniting a family. So it it was really a it really could have gone either way. It's a wash. It's it, was, a wash. it was a fifty. It was a, it was a win lose, you know. And they just happened to lose. It was a wash, Jerry. Um, um, who didn't work?
0: Who de- definitely did not work.
1: I don't know. Nobody really was good in this movie. John, I just uh, really
0: I had a hard time with pretty much Jim everybody. Henson's creature workshop did not work in this film. They, yeah, the, they, the creature they, was they phoned bad. It in. They phoned in the puppet. Can you believe it, that they phoned in a puppet? I don't believe that
1: they phoned in a puppet. I think that they tried way too hard on this puppet. I think that's what happened. I think it was a Jaws scenario where they, they made this whole puppet, and they're like, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. And then it turned out... It did not work shit. half the yeah. time, and then it started eating c- crew members, and then they're like, "Well, we got a problem on our hands." And then I love how escalated. they said it was
2: made for Clooney, but it looks nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't
1: know if you look at the side by side. I don't know. It looks pretty close. <laughs> this Jack Frost. The, looks- the
2: eyebrows bother me the most about this like entire thing. The eyebrows because it just it adds so much emotion to his character, which I get, but it's just like the freakiest <laughs> thing. Yeah, I really want to know what those eyebrows are made out of. Yeah, is
1: it? Yeah. I always thought uh, maybe maybe. Maybe it's just I was whitewashed as a child, but I thought all snow all snowmen had uh, carrot
0: noses.
2: Yeah, he has they a do. stump or like a cork. He's got like a cork. No, it's a like rock. it's a like
0: rock. a it's like a yeah like a rock or a, or a twig. Twigs that's work. Stuffed all the way in
1: there. It's because yeah, he wouldn't be able to make out Kelly Preston if it there. was a if it was a
2: carrot. Maybe mm-hmm. an animal would eat it. What? <laughs> and this is his mouth typically like either what like. Coal. That's coal, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. had coal fries. Yeah. And then he just has like a slit in his mouth. It's like... <laughs> yeah, but that's <laughs> how lips. he can
0: talk. If he had coal in his mouth, he'd be like, don't take what's going on, today? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. I'm
1: picturing it and I'm loving it. I, I, I like that a lot.
0: Um, So so real quick, though. This, nope, nobody worked for me, by the way. This Jack Frost... Probably terrifies me more than the horror version of Jack Frost. Because the horror version of Jack Frost looks like something Jeff Dunham created. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> uh, it
1: really sure. does look like it. Uh,
0: you know yeah. what would have made this
1: movie better? If they just would have gone full Muppet.
0: Yeah. That would have been way... Better. I would have
1: loved it. I would have loved the shit out of this movie if it was a Muppet that like <laughs> fell around everywhere. Oh my god! You you wouldn't be able to st- make me stop watching. Walking this movie. by the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just think, <laughs> think of the slapstick comedy that. So so they tried to make it funny, but here's a Muppet doing all the same things, just like flopping around. Like just I, I'm just picturing like a floppy ass Muppet. That's and, a new movie. You should
0: save that for a new
1: segment. For and, game. and uh now it's time for the almost was and never will be. These are the people that they said in quotations. Uh, were in consideration to do this movie. So the directors, we got Sam Raimi and Ivan Reitman.
0: Wow. Yeah. Sam Raimi and a a puppet uh, snowman would have been the greatest unintentional scary movie of all time. Yeah, and
1: they said that he helped write it with his brother. They wrote a version with his brother. Uh, Jack Frost, the people that could have played it were George Clooney, as we said. uh, Kurt Russell, Mel Gibson, Dennis Quaid, Kevin Costner, and Alec Baldwin. If
0: you put Kurt Russell as the role of Jack (laughs) Frost, this movie automatically is
1: 89%. (laughs) Mac MacArthur, who is a sleepy Mark Addy, was Vincent D'Onofrio or Danny DeVito were both considered. And uh, Gabby, w- the wife, was Melanie Griffith and Renee Zellweger. So we're each going to make our own movie with one of each of those people in, in one of those roles. Uh, are you ready, Steven?
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to be Sam Raimi directing uh, with Kurt Russell starring um, Danny DeVito as Mac. And uh, you know what? I'll keep it a Kelly Preston as, uh, as, uh, as the wife. Yeah. Um, why not? Why can't I pick her? Um, you can. <laughs> why are you telling me I can't? Why are you saying off camera that you're going to kill me later? It's it's not cool, man. Anyways, uh, yeah, Kelly Preston. She She's uh <laughs> You
1: don't have to say nice things about her just because you picked her.
0: Well, I have to. I have to justify yeah, my are Yeah, right, you're right. Um but yeah, I believe that she would be the most uncomfortable on that set because it's it's Sam Raimi, Kurt Russell, who's just down to do what, anything. He's, he seems like the coolest dude to do whatever. He's like, oh, what? You want me to dress up as a snowman? Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm hey, to tell you the time that Walt Disney uh, told me I'd be the greatest actor of my generation. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you'll never guess who tried to give me a hand job as a kid.
0: I'll tell you. It yeah. rhymes with moldy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would go the Ivan Reitman uh, Ooh, direction because that's feel good. Yeah, because he, he's a feel good, but then he also knows that like family drama dynamic that this movie needed.
0: Like like with uh, Empire Strikes Back.
1: Yeah, yes, the Christmas movie because it takes place in <laughs> snow. It's like a uh he, he he knows he knows what tugs at the heartstrings, but also uh also how to create the tension around the heart Do strings.
0: you think Ivan Reitman was, was You cons- can't play
1: the heartstrings without a little tension, am I right? It's uh, like a guitar of heart.
0: Yeah, sure. Do you think Ivan yeah. Reitman was considered for this film because of Laszlo? Or was it vice versa?
1: Yeah, I think it Ivan was probably like, I won't do this movie, but you can have this amazing cinematographer because I'm not gonna do
2: this. Laszlo probably got stuck. He like heard that Ivan was gonna do it and then got he stuck. He signed, <laughs> the, he signed the paper. He signed the paper, he was like, I'm God like, ooh, damn it. We yeah, that's, got that's we got call. we got Troy
0: Miller. Jason screwed me <laughs> over again.
1: Oh then and I would definitely go, uh definitely Kevin Costner. In, oh, wow. in the Jack Frost role. and Ivan Reitman? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And uh, Danny DeVito is Mac, Mac MacArthur. Damn, at least we can agree on that. Yeah. And then uh, I was going to choose Renee Zellweger, but I think she's too young at this time for this movie.
0: This was right around Bridget Jones. Is it right around? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then uh, she's right then. She's right. I choose her. I think Bridget Jones is 2000. It,
1: it's before her face turned not movable.
0: Squishy. Turned face. questionable. <laughs> yes. Squishy face. She has questionable injuries. She's, come back, around, she's come back. She's come back around. She's uh, come back around.
1: But yeah, that's my that's my cast. Uh, nice. Kyle, Kyle, you get to just choose Jack Frost.
0: Who's your Jack Frost?
1: <laughs> Alec
2: Baldwin.
0: Wow. Alec
1: Baldwin. 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 Oh, you're here. fired.
0: You're fired. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Oh, oh, Michael Keaton.
1: Oh, Michael Keaton. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I
1: just watched Beetlejuice the other day, so okay. uh, that's where I'm at.
0: Didn't she be scared of that movie? Yeah, Ooh, who and then wasn't I overca- scared of that
1: movie? Then I overcame my fear.
0: When the uh, shrimp come alive and suck the people in, come oh my on, God, that's those, terrifying.
1: Those worm things too. Yeah, the, the sandworm, sand eating human, sand eating worms. Wow. <laughs> um, oh, um, well. oh best quotes. Biggie important. Best quotes, worst quotes. Uh, the worst quotes are all the all the dumb puns.
0: All the stupid puns.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Michael Keaton trying to be funny while being a snowman. It just doesn't work.
1: Yeah, they were all pretty much horrible.
0: Kyle, you got one lined up for us. <laughs>
3: It's good to have a big butt. Just shit like
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is that? Kyle, what are you doing, man? <laughs> no, play the whole scene. We need. Yeah,
1: to, we need I'll, to watch the whole scene again. No, I'll describe it. Yeah, well, I'll describe I, I it. All like, time. I like the like, guys
0: that's like Yeah, shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just and
1: then like, uh, he had another one. The, my balls are freezing.
3: Yeah. Huh?
0: One. And the, and the, the just the random innuendo that he's telling his ten-year-old child about. <laughs> Here, let me hear Dad. Uh, get get his nose, and Michael Keaton tries to put it down where his snowman penis should be, and goes, "No, Dad, his nose." He's like, "Oh, oh, you said his holes. <laughs> like, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Like that's a total dad joke. I get it, but it's a PG film. Yeah. It just doesn't fit.
1: I I mean. I mean, there's dads there. They should have gone more in into the into the snowman pun. Section than, than a dirty pun section, yeah, innuendo section. But they tried to peel. To but there children's. was there was one solid scene of quotes that that we need to keep together as one thing
0: because it's bec- it's from the person who made this film, without question. Renry Hollins
3: First period's behind us. Forget about it. God knows I'm gonna try. Look, I know you're just kids, and we're really here to teach you about fair play and sportsmanship and all that crap. But I am so tired of looking up at that scoreboard and seeing that we're behind the devils again, and again, and again. Laying up, Dad. History is made by winners, conquerors, barbarians. Now I want you to go out there and wipe the ice with your filthy butts! All right.
0: Play clean. Have
1: a good game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Play clean. Have a good game. That's that's how he finishes. At
0: it. least he at least he ended it on a on a on a positive note.
1: Yeah. I I just I the second that that scene started, where you just like. Just forget the first period. God knows I'm going to try. God knows I have.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that that automatically took my attention and then held it for the rest of that scene. And then right when it cut away again, I was like, okay, f- fucking, <laughs> I'll never remember the rest of this. The, the Even scene... though there is a strong Charlie Conway um, sense in this movie. Oh, yeah. They must have watched D2 Mighty Ducks right before. All the, it, all the Ducks. Yeah, the, the writer was like, well, he plays ice hockey. His name's got to be Charlie. He's got to, We gotta make him a Charlie. He's got no dad. Perfect.
0: And he's, and he's Charlie Frost. <laughs> yeah, Charles Char- Frost. Charles Frost. Hey, that sounds like a writer. I know it would have been better if he was Bobby Frost. For all my poet laureate friends out there.
1: Yeah, sure. Now it's time for the top five top five. And speaking of bad dads, we're doing the bad dad Christmas movie top five.
0: Hey, I'll give you my top five already. My dad, my dad, my dad, my dad, and me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Johnny, have a pack of cigarettes smoke a Wumpa Johnny. <laughs> Spook what up, Johnny? Oh, that needs to be considered. Yeah, you, for the role. yeah, it does. That
1: count as, it doesn't count as a Christmas movie though, but no, it does but count as. A, during a dad, Christmas. A dad and son interaction during Christmas is the Breakfast Club. That'll be the oh, honorable wow. mention.
0: Yeah, the honorable mention goes out to uh,
4: goes out to Pender.
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Bender's dad who uh, gave him a pack of cigarettes. God, I wish my dad cared about me that much. Anyway, We're here's the callback. nominees: the Santa Claus, uh, where where one where uh, yeah where a father kills Santa. Literally, yes. murder Santa. <laughs> he literally just kind mur- of
0: overlooked that whole... Yeah, whole he time. just murdered
1: Santa. We just blow right past that. Uh, he tried to make food for his kid, didn't even care that much about Took
0: it. Took him to Denny's for Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah. Fun fact, uh, uh, in the original script of the Santa Claus, um, Tim Allen was supposed to blow Santa away in the hallway um, as an intro. Blow Santa in the
1: hallway? That you know, sounds yeah. like a good
0: I movie. I saw Tim Allen <laughs> blowing Santa Claus. <laughs>
1: Uh, the second movie, we got Family Man, uh, which is a little scene, Nicolas Cage, uh, f- T. Leone movie, uh, one, mm. of, one of my favorite Christmas romps. Uh, he he is a, it's the opposite of it's one of life. So he sees what his life would have been like if he'd stayed with T. Leone, but he doesn't know that he has three kids and he, he hates all the kids immediately. Mm. Um, so, yeah, not a great dad. Yeah. We will say that all these dads learn how to be better dads eventually. Uh, next nomination, Jingle All the Way. He thinks that his kid only cares about uh, toys. He only cares about the tiny doll that they tried to get them for Christmas. Yeah, bad dad. Uh, doesn't he? He works too much. No cookies. He he works so much that he he doesn't even have time to to get his kid a toy. Like that that's not a good parent.
0: Misses his Taekwondo belt uh, promotion. Like, he misses a <laughs> <Yeah>. lot. <laughs> well, his yeah. wife's Rita Wilson, missing out on Rita Wilson. If like, my parents weren't, weren't there you, while sir. I
1: got my yellow belt, I would have thrown a fit. I would
0: have refused.
1: Home Alone parents, uh, they, they literally leave their child. In other states.
0: Home alone in Chicago during Christmas. He'll survive. He'll be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah. The mom goes back for him, but the dad, he's like, I'm just going to chill here.
0: I mean, I got to hang out in here. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Paris with everybody. Is it? Yeah, he tries to, Paris to do it. Or, he or he they go to Miami?
1: The, Paris is the first movie. Okay. Uh, they thought. try to do all those jokes where they like, he plays it off like, yeah, it's not that bad. He'll be fine.
0: It's not that big of a deal. I mean, we'll just call the cops. The cops will take care of him, send him over to Child Protective Services. and we yeah. have Christmas dinner in a can. Next off. Elf. Next
1: nomination is Elf.
0: Yeah, James Kahn. Jimmy
1: Kahn. not a great dad.
0: Terrible dad, all throughout the film. Yeah, the
1: worst part is that he he works for like a children's printing company, so you would think that he he likes kids.
0: Yeah, yeah, he makes children's books, and that yeah. he could care
1: less. He's all about the bottom line, sir. Oh, all about that bottom line. And the last one we got is uh, the dad in Ru-Walt, Rudolph that really hated his son because his nose glowed.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure where I remember that in, in the film, but we'll go with it. What?
1: He, what? In it's, the very beginning, it's the entire movie, he's just like ashamed of his son for having a glowing nose.
2: Yeah, that's fake. News. And then he's not even happy till have, the very end. You sir end. have not seen it. Yeah, when he's, he's finally, he's the only, leading
0: reindeer. He's only, for <laughs> Santa's sleigh. It literally
1: took Rudolph to achieve the highest pinnacle that a reindeer can can get before he uh, before he, before he finally for his ex-
0: delicious sausage
1: <laughs> before he finally accepted him.
0: Yeah, it's fake news. I don't believe that.
1: Which is why that one's my number 1 worst dad. Wow. Uh, uh number 2, I'm going to go with the murderer himself, Tim Allen. <laughs> uh number 3, Home Alone because they just literally left their kid multiple times. Uh number 4, Jimmy Conn because he he should know better. And uh number 5, I'm going with Cold Nicolas Cage because uh Nicolas Cage when he's when he's mean is unlike any other actor on the planet. Okay. Sure. That's my top 5. What a great take. Number 6, Stephen's dad. <laughs> wow. Turns out I love my father.
0: Yeah. I was joking. <laughs> I'll see you in court, sir. <laughs> my top 5 goes like this. Uh number 5, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it at um uh I'll leave it at uh, at uh Arnold Schwarzenegger because you know, he still tried at the very end of the day. Yeah. Um number 4, I'm going to give it to Damien <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jamie Agami
0: <laughs> Number four, I'm gonna leave it with the uh the Keep Home your Alone, ears peeled the the forging Alone. all the way podcast eventually. It's fake news. Um Home Alone, the dad from Home Alone, because he, he he barely tried, he gave minimal effort. So uh because he at least kept the rest of the family together, even though they had all the elderly and weird relatives. Yeah, he in. he left his wife to go back by herself all the way. We both know who wears the pants in that relationship, and True. I think she's fine with it.
1: Catherine O'Hara. But she, yeah. he was like, she okay. is. She is underrated.
0: She, oh, she's the best. I love her. I think she just won some sort of prestigious Canadian Sorry. award recently. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank thank God for Canadians.
1: Most likely to leave her child at home. Catherine O'Hara.
0: Hey, only took her 25 years to get that award. Um, Number <laughs> three, I'm going to give it to... Number three, I'm going to give it to the dad and Rudolph because I don't believe it's, <laughs> it existed. But but what you're telling me is pretty bad. So, Kyle, uh, play
1: the clip for him.
0: I'm going to leave oh it at God. that. We should play the, clip no, don't play see, the clip. no, don't play the clip. We don't play the clip. Don't play the
1: clip. No, put the facts out there. No,
0: no. We're going to get pulled <laughs> from YouTube. No, it's fine. Number two, I'm going to give it to. Um, Apparently, Rudolph's dad is Donner. I did not know that. What? What? <laughs> he looked up Rudolph the reindeer dad and it came up with Donner. I oh, his like... mom
1: is Vixen, huh?
0: Number two, um, number 2 I'm going to give it to uh, Tim Allen in The Santa Claus because he was so reluctant that entire film up until he started to get fat. And he was like, well, I'm yeah, not he, even going to try to lose this weight really anymore. He really did not embrace
1: embrace the magic at all. Not at all. Not, not, even at for all. A, not even for a second.
0: And he refused to let Charlie live in his imaginary fairy world for 364 days out of the year. Um, number one for sure, Jim James Con. Caan. James Con's just, God, just the worst. Just yeah. the worst and, in elf.
1: And his wife is not Katherine Keener. It's the other lady, Mary Steenburgen. Mary Steenburgen. She is also. She's so sne- nice. Sneaky, sneaky hot too.
0: She's so nice. She's married to Ted Danson. And Great.
1: now it's time for the game portion of the evening. Um, Are what? we doing same title, different movie? <laughs> no, we're not because yeah. that doesn't make any sense. We already
0: did the song, so we got to do the deleted scene, right?
1: Uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to create an actual conflict in this movie. Uh, Stephen is going to play the role of Michael Keaton as a snowman, and I'm going to play the role of Charlie Frost. And uh, we're going to create some real cro- conflict that we can come hope <laughs> that we can, <laughs> that, we can <laughs> that we can eventually move past and become uh, father and son again. So this is this this takes place right after the uh, the initial meet. Uh, Right before the snowball scene where they become buds, and right after he finds out that uh, his dad is a snowman.
0: <laughs> I don't even think that's like. A no, good, I don't it, think that's even possible. That's not a it, good part. The plot line. <laughs> Let's just say it's in the 40 minute of this movie. Yes, yes, the 40
1: minute. Kyle, set, set set up set up the scene.
0: Yeah, give us give us a give, yeah, a give us a prompt. Give us a yeah. Give we us need a... some help from the audience here. So
2: we're, we're talking middle of the movie. This is after he's like introduced. It doesn't matter
1: story. when it is. Just say, it. just give us,
2: give us a scenario. We're outside.
1: Okay. Thank God.
2: <laughs> Progress. You <laughs> have to be, uh, <laughs> we're in the, we're in the forest. Okay. Yep. I like that. And Jack's trying to figure out how to use the restroom. Cause he has to use the bathroom. No. Dang <laughs> uh, it. Yep, <laughs> nope,
1: nope, yep. That works. That works. Sure. Let's do that. Yeah. We'll go with, we're, but it's going to be an emotional scene to say, you know.
0: Wow, Charlie, I can't believe we got away from those bullies. I'm so excited.
3: I know. I can't believe that you're my dad and you're a snowman.
0: Yeah, I can't believe it either. I don't know why they brought me back as a snowman, but hey, I'll take it better than existing into the ether.
3: Yeah, I know. Like, I thought you were gone, and then I just played your harmonica. I I went outside, and I just made a snowman, and I can't believe that it just turned out that you were alive now.
0: Wow. It's so nice to have these excellent conversations with you again, Charlie. Man. but
3: where where were you the last, last year?
0: I was in the other realm well,
3: well well why why'd you do that i mean i'm i was so sad that i don't know you're... but your
0: high pitch is making me really got to use the bathroom uh uh, uh
3: uh 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 oh do you need uh, help dad do uh, you need help
0: i guess um why don't you take 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 the nose and put put it down there
3: oh okay dad i guess i could do that for you
0: be gentle my it's it's very tender
3: oh uh, okay but dad why, why'd you, why'd you have to leave me like that?
0: I'll answer all the questions once I, once I let out a little melted snow. You can catch my drift. Okay, I mean, I'm
3: just gonna put just it, do it right, you uh, right here. Oh,
0: All right, all right, I think, I think we're good. Oh, oh, wait, it's only gonna drip out like a maple tree.
3: <laughs> oh, well, that gives us time to catch up, and I can, I can tell you all about my Char-
0: studies. Charlie, Charlie, you know I'm a nervous beer. You just don't talk, just, just let it happen.
3: But you haven't seen me for like a Just,
0: just, just stop. I, 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 I can, I can feel your eyes turn away. Just, just go sit over there for a minute. Just dad. let daddy, just let daddy
2: tinkle. Insane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we do one more? Just no, no, now, no we're, no, we're done. I <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, you went with the Mickey Mouse voice.
3: Oh, hi, Dad. That's, oh. What Charlie, that's
1: what Charlie sounded like. Hi,
3: Dad.
2: How do you do a little
1: kid voice, Kyle? Go. How do I do the j Shock? Kyle, do your kid voice.
0: Hey! <laughs> yeah. See. Okay. That's my fucking time No, do kid the. <laughs> yeah. No, the kid voice uh, is yeah. like. That's kind of yes. Kinda, yeah. yes.
3: Yeah, you just gotta
1: get. You gotta put your neck inside you your body.
3: Guys, what's going on? <laughs> <You> the <gotta laughs> J- right. oh, <laughs> No, it's the it's
0: the little brother of the of the sociopath that for family.
3: Hey, guess what? Yeah. You, know what? Yeah. you know what? You know what? Yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Okay, and that
1: has <laughs> been that has been time for us to teach you how to talk. And I think it's time to bring this movie to a close. This has been a night to remember. To unremember. What would you give this movie now, Steven?
0: Oh, I'm giving it a cool twenty-six percent. That's right. It's over that rotten threshold.
1: Wow! You don't even want to have to do this movie anymore. It's. It, i am going to give it am going to give it a. Uh, I'm going to give it a twenty-one. Wow! It can, it can drink.
0: Wow! Give it that extra, extra, extra lift. Yep. Extra one percent lift.
1: Uh, do you have a blurb?
0: I, I do have a blurb. I will. Rewatch this again when hell freezes over. JJ, JJ, uh,
1: mine is cold, distant, just like dad. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Ouch, ouchies. <laughs> uh, for all those out there, I love my dad for now.
0: I know, am I right? A lot of dad hate this episode. I like, I know. It.
1: Well, that it, it comes with the territory when you're talking about Michael. When K- <laughs> you're Michael Keaton, I bet, man. Do you have any recommendations?
0: I recommend a host of snowballs. Snowballs. They satisfy you uh, to to your core. It obviously didn't satisfy K Jackson up because he's three years old.
1: The update is he did not complete the challenge. So he's got another one. This is his last podcast with us.
0: This is this is my last podcast with everybody because after I eat the snowball, I'm likely to die of a coronary. There
1: will be a new podcast coming out. It's going to be called Nick and Kyle's Fun Time Talking Movies.
0: Yay! And
1: we'll have. Even less listeners than what we have right now, which is would be shocking.
0: Hey Nick, you got any real recommendations before we sign off here?
1: Uh, yeah, I just saw. I've seen lots of movies lately, um, because it is movie season. Tis the season, and uh, I will recommend one of them, and that one is I don't remember what I recommended last time. Um, just say Boy Erased. No, I won't see that movie.
0: Old Man and the Gun. Old Man and the Gun. There you go.
1: Is that yours though?
0: No, no. You, I, I already said mine. I what said was yours? Snowballs. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah! I say, "Old Man of the Gun," pleasant movie, very good, very charming.
0: Me and Steven Saul together. That goddamn song in that movie. Yep. <sighs> Kyle, you look envious of that snowball right now. We're envious. about. To, I, we're I'm about willing to eat, to eat, eat this. We, I know. I I'm willing problem. to eat this too. Uh, we're gonna do this in solidarity because uh, united we stand, divided we fall. This has been real rotten's Jack Frost. Um, Is it like an
1: apple? Do you have to peel it?
0: You just do whatever the hell you (laughs) want, whatever your heart desires. (laughs) I'm just gonna face to the dome, son to the dome. Um, for Kyle uh, Katsumas, for Alex Kalajakis um, and for the illustrious Nick Lines, I'm Stephen Ramirez. This has been real rotten for Jack Frost. Thank you.
1: Stay real. Keep it.
0: Stay rotten. Keep it rizzle. Mm. Yep. Not bad.
3: It's oh, 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 He wasn't bad, Dad. So we raised all sad, and Now we're gonna go. Oh, Whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not my favorite. Not my favorite food. I got chicken and spaghetti.